This episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Go check them out at lawncarebusinesssuccess.com slash jobber to receive 20% off your first six months. You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational, to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host... Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tomei, and this is episode number 232, entitled Interview with Brian Fullerton from Brian's Lawn Maintenance. Well, hello, everybody, and thanks again for joining me this week on another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. Really appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week, and of course, for those questions and comments and feedback that you guys send in, and uh, of course, for those uh, all-important iTunes reviews. Uh, this week was no different. We got a few uh, more reviews, so I just want to do some shout-outs there. Uh, so uh, the first uh, this week uh, comes from somebody called uh, Eclipse2018. Uh, they give a five-star review. They're originating from the United States, and the title says, Great Business Startup uh, and Ideas. And uh, it goes on to say, I just wanted to uh, say thank you for uh, the many great ideas and different aspects of a lawn care business that you have shared thus far on the podcast. I've been listening for a little over a year and a half, and I've taken what you have said with a grain of salt, uh, and then he puts in brackets like you have advised, and uh, many of those things have come to pass and work very well uh, for my business, and I just want to say thank you for the help and success that you are bringing to my business through your podcast. Great content for lawn enthusiasts. So thank you very much to uh, Eclipse2008. And uh, the next one uh, comes from a Suica or Suka Lawn Care. Uh, sorry if I'm uh, uh, having uh, trouble pronouncing that. Uh, they originate as well from the United States. Five star review. Uh, and uh, the title says Very Motivating Podcast for Entrepreneurs. And goes on to say This podcast has inspired me to really take my side hustle in a lawn service to the next level. Uh, and puts in brackets full time. Uh, Julio has a great deal of experience and the interviews with other lawn care business owners gives listeners some more perspective in the business. Thanks, Julio. Well, thank you to uh, Suica or uh, Suka Lawn Care and uh, also to uh, Eclipse 2018 for those uh, reviews. Uh, it really does help, uh, you know, give that social proof, uh, ongoing, uh, for the podcast, uh, especially now as, uh, podcasts, uh, like I've said before, I think 2020 is going to be, uh, the year of the podcast for you guys. If you guys are, uh, you know, uh, enjoying these podcasts are finally sort of coming to light after, uh, you know, uh, over a decade of, uh, podcasts, uh, uh, you know, uh, actually coming and, and happening, uh, that, uh, you know, podcasts are really becoming, uh, 
you know, very uh, mainstream, very popular with the general public. So uh, you guys will have lots to listen to, as a lot of other guys uh, seem to be coming on board uh, with podcasts as well. So, uh, you know, those reviews are uh, uh, even more important as we move forward uh, through the sea of more podcasts to be able to listen to, uh, to really show uh, that the Lawn Care Business Success uh, podcast uh, still delivers on uh, the value that you guys uh, are looking for. So, uh, this week, um, we have uh, another uh, great interview. Uh, it's with uh, Brian Fullerton from Brian's Lawn Maintenance. I'm sure uh, everybody uh, who listens to this podcast uh, knows who Brian is. Uh, this is the third time uh, he is uh, a guest on this podcast, the first guest to uh, uh, be invited back three times. Uh, and uh, in uh, the first episode I interviewed him was back uh, in episode eight. Uh, and then I uh, interviewed him again in episode uh, 180. And uh, here we are uh, in episode 232. So it almost seems like um, almost like a yearly uh, uh, interview with Brian sort of uh, catching up. Uh, and I just find... Um, you know, I draw so much inspiration uh, from Brian and his work ethic uh, in terms of uh, not only his business and seeing him grow his lawn care business, um, but uh, on the social media side of it, too. As a lot of you guys know, uh, obviously, for me, doing a podcast and doing a YouTube channel uh, and uh, Instagram and stuff like that, um, I'm a total nerd uh, when it comes to that stuff and analytics and, and all those things and trying different things and Seeing somebody like Brian, who uh, has found uh, so much success uh, in uh, all of those, uh, you know, social media platforms uh, and, uh, uh, you know, moving forward, uh, he'll be uh, launching a uh, podcast uh, of his own this year. So look forward to that. Uh, We talk a lot about that uh, on the uh, interview as well. And, uh, you know, just, uh, like I said, I, I get so much inspiration, um, from him and, and motivation, uh, just watching what he does and the, the amount of work that he puts into it. Um, you know, he's always, um, working on content. He's always, uh, doing that, uh, even when he's working on lawns, uh, you know, and mowing lawns and stuff like that. There's always cameras going and things like that. So, uh, yeah, it's just uh, an inspiration for me personally, uh, watching his success and, and seeing that direct correlation with the work that he puts into it. So, uh, just, uh, you know, for me, it's always a pleasure and I'm always, um, very grateful to Brian, uh, for the amount of time that he affords me. So, uh, before we get into it, um, it's time for this week's Jobber Minute. So uh, my question for Murray this week is, uh, what sort of businesses can Jobber help out with? Hey, Julio. Thanks for having me on the podcast today. Murray here from Jobber. Um, so to answer this question, Jobber really helps a wide range of home service businesses, such as plumbing, painting, roofing, landscaping, lawn care. We even have some pest control, snow removal, general contracting, and that's just to name a few. 
Basically, if you are operating a business that provides a service to customers on their property, Jobber can help. Um, so what we always recommend is check out the full list of industries at getjobber.com. So there you go, Long Care Nation. If you want to find out more about Jobber and see what Jobber can do for you and your lawn care business, head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash Jobber. Start a free trial and get 20% off your first six months. So I'm just going to play the podcast announcements and then we'll get into this week's episode in its entirety right after this. So stay tuned. Hey guys, if you have any questions or comments about the show, I'd love to hear from you. You can head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash contact. For you Instagram users out there, be sure to follow me at lawncarebusinesssuccess. And if you haven't checked out my videos yet, well, what are you waiting for? Be sure to subscribe to the Lawn Care Business Success YouTube channel. Now, I know you guys love listening to audio while you work as much as I do, so I've partnered up with Audible to offer you guys a free 30-day trial and two free audiobooks of your choice. There's no long-term commitments, and you can cancel any time. And get this, even if you cancel during your free trial period, you still get to keep the two free audiobooks. It's a great way to try the service and to see if Audible is right for you. So why not give it a try? Head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash audible. Now back to the show. Okay, so I'd like to welcome Brian Fullerton back to the show. Hey, Brian, how's it going? Hey, Julio, how's it going, brother? Welcome, welcome back to the show. Right, this is exciting <laughs> stuff. I can't wait to be on the show again. This is awesome. Yeah, three P. <laughs> third, you're the uh, first guest to uh, be back three times. So, uh, congratulations on that. Wow. <laughs> that, that is an I didn't even know that. That's really cool. Funny how time flies, though. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So I, I'm just going to recap some uh, stats here. Um, so the okay. very first time um, that uh, I interviewed you was in February uh, 2017. Uh, it was episode 89, I believe. And you had, uh, at the time, uh, 1,500 subs on YouTube. Um Fast forward wow. to last year, I uh, interviewed you a second time in uh, January 2019, and uh, over the course of those two years, you grew from 1,500 subs to 45,000 subs. Now, in one year, you've uh, pretty much uh, done that, uh, what you did in two years in one year, and you've just yes. crossed the uh, 80,000 sub mark. That is absolutely insane <laughs> so maybe uh talk wow. a little bit about your uh crazy ride this past year um well first off um i i appreciate uh all the kind words and uh, the out of voice um it's been a it's been a very 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 busy year to say the least right um 2019 was definitely the busiest year of my life um and by the way uh you know obviously want to say thank you to the whole long care community and thank you to everybody who's, you know, been on the ride with me. Um, I always say people that have, uh, you know, subscribe to the channel, um, stay subscribed to the channel and continue to just subscribe, uh, in the future. Um, obviously we're all in this together and, uh, I don't really know if, uh, if, if I'm anything special, I just think that this community is special. I think it's growing. I think the, the online presence is growing and so many people, uh, joining in and jumping on board is just super, super exciting. So, um, yeah, 2019 between YouTube and having our first live event and, uh, just the growth of everything. Um, it, it really is like just a hundred miles an hour, uh, behind the scenes. And, uh, 
a lot of folks know that I don't sleep much, but um, mm-hmm. it's it's all a labor of love. Um, it's uh, it's been such an exciting ride. And uh, by the way, as we go into this podcast, hopefully uh, my voice keeps up. I'm uh, just getting back from being under the weather a little bit. Uh, we did a, a huge snowplow run on Saturday, which was about three days ago. And uh, that night, my I just went straight south after that. Like I felt like <laughs> garbage and uh, I've had the flu for about three days. But uh, Julio, he's been uh, uh, biting at the ankles wanting to do this podcast. And I said, uh, of, absolutely, dude. I, I had to push it back two days, in fact, which I felt bad. And uh, I crawled out of bed this morning. He's like, dude, we can reschedule if you want. Like, it's no big deal. And I'm like, no way. So I got like the day call out, the Excedrin and uh, all this stuff. And uh, I literally told my wife, I'm like, I'm doing this podcast. So, <laughs> so um, <laughs> things would be my voice as we, as we do this one. But um, no, it's, it's super exciting to be back on, on your podcast, Julio. I, I'm tell, I tell everybody, you know, episode 89 was uh, a huge turning point for me with, with doing social media. And uh, I think I, I've always said, I've always given you credit. You, you were the one that encouraged me to get on Instagram, right? And uh, um, it's just been, it's just been a fun, fun journey, fun adventure together. But uh, yeah, no, I'm super uh, thankful to be back on the show. Yeah, it's uh, great to, to have you back. It's, it's so cool. Uh, to be able to uh, sit back and watch your progress, especially from knowing you um, and meeting you uh, early on uh, at that first uh, Echo Means Business uh, uh, meeting that they had there in Chicago. Um, And uh, it's just so cool to see uh, your rise and to see uh, the positive influence that you've been in the community and just some crazy things like the, the whole phenomenon with Brian's 10 everywhere and, and people, uh, you know, going and, 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 you know, like the memes, people going and asking for Brian's 10 at random places and stuff and, and food with Fullerton and all these, like just this crazy uh, stuff. But there was, there's one, um, one thing that happened this past year that I thought was just absolutely crazy. And that was the fact mm-hmm. that you went to a, a, a child's birthday party um, for a kid yeah. that watches your YouTube channel. And I was like, that is insanity. <laughs> this random toddler basically uh, loves your channel and you got invited to his birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you, uh, the, 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 the quick notes of that story is that a, a lady had reached out to us and, and yeah, that was probably one of the highlights of 2019. Like, you know, people are like, well, what companies do you want to work with and what brand deals and what sponsorships and, you know, making money. And I'm like, dude, like you, you, you don't even have like, you're not even the galaxy of why I do this. Like this mm-hmm. is to me a labor of love. Like, you know, I, I love helping people out and, and it's so sincere. Um, and this, uh, this mom had reached out and she was like, uh, hey, I'm going to be doing a birthday party for my son. He's turning four. <clears throat> would you would you be excited about coming to his birthday party? And this was via email. And mm-hmm. I said, uh, so I asked Liz, I'm like, what? What? And she goes, come on, like, we want to have kids. Like, we can go, like, you know, live live vicariously through somebody else's life, you know, on their kid's fourth birthday. And uh, you can be his hero. And I was mm-hmm. like, what? Like, that sounds super cool, right? So, um so we, we, we committed to it. We said yes. And uh, this was probably like eight weeks out. And the funny thing is, um, I got on the, uh, the horn with a couple companies that we work with and, and some companies that I don't work with. And I, and I, I, you know, don't use my power for, for, for evil, you know, with uh, <laughs> our stats, but I, 
but I, but I did this time, like, like for good, you know, I, I joke, like I reached out to a couple of toy companies and I was like, Hey, uh, we have this many subscribers and this many views. And, um, you know, cause that's like all those people really care about and want to know about. Right. Yeah. Um, and like basically to say like, Hey, we're a big fish now, like in my niche, I'm not a big fish. Like I'm, mm. I'm just a nerd with a camera. Right. Um, so I wanted to hook this kid up. So I was like, well, let's re- approach some of these toy, toy channels and, uh, toy companies. Right. Cause I hear like they give out stuff all the time. Right. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so steel came up to bat. They gave away a bunch of, uh, steel, like kids toys, which was really cool. Um, we had Peg Perego give a, a power wheel, like a four wheeler uh, yeah. tractor thing. Um, it was like 400 bucks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, the, uh, so, so I called the mom cause it actually got kind of ridiculous. Like we were showing up with like seven, 800 bucks worth of, uh, uh, free product for this young, young man. And, uh, <clears throat> I told, the uh, I told Liz, I go, what, what what's going to happen when we show up with like a thousand dollars of free, free toys. And, uh, Liz goes, you need to call, you need to call the lady. So I call her and I just, um, I said, Hey, like, I'm not trying to get mileage out of this or anything like that, but, uh, we don't have to film anything, but if we can at least take a photo, I'm bringing some toys. Um, it's kind of what these companies kind of want is just exposure in return. Would you be cool with that? And the lady, she's actually, um, the head PR communications lady for a company she works for. Mm. So she like totally gets it. Right. And she mm-hmm. goes, honey, she goes, that would be so cool. In fact, if you want to shoot a video the whole day, I'm totally cool with it. Um, it, it would be my, like my, like, like our honor because, uh, the little dude could, you know, watch these videos later on in life. Yeah. So it was, it's kind of a, a perfect scenario. So yeah, we, we show up. Um, and, and actually here's what she says. She goes, Hey, just so you know, um, while we're being honest and doing full disclosure, and I'm like, Oh boy, this will be good. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes, it's actually a Brian's lawn maintenance themed birthday party. Oh, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, what, what does that even mean? And she's like, well, she goes, he, he wants to start like, uh, you know, his name's lawn maintenance and, uh, his colors are red and black. We have cookies made up. We have uh, red and black, black balloons. We have a, a red and black cake. And it, like, I was kind of like, you know, like 20%, like that's weird, but like 80% that's cool. You know, <laughs> so, um, cause I was like, I was like, you can have a Batman birthday party. You can have a Spider-Man birthday party. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to have like a Brian's law maintenance birthday party. Um, that, that was different, you know? And so I guess, I guess like, People are like, well, what's like the biggest rewards you get out of YouTube? Like, is it money? Is it like fame? And I'm like, no, we don't have either of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, well, it's, it's going to a kid's birthday party and, and bringing my whole, my whole rig down the road. And as simple as it is, like we just, we ran the blowers. We, we let them walk, walk all over the equipment and just hang out. And, um, you, I mean, this kid was grinning ear to ear mm-hmm. and, um, it was, it was definitely the highlight, uh, just seeing him like, you know, power slide with the power wheel, you know, yeah. the uh, little uh, case tractor. So I don't know, like <clears throat> it's, it's probably a soft spot for me because Liz and I, uh, we want to start a family in the next year or two mm-hmm. and um, uh, just seeing, seeing kids like, you know, light up and have fun. Like I didn't, I didn't grow up with any, any, any fun material, things like that, you know? And, um, and, and I'm really thankful for my childhood, obviously. But um, if I, if I could be like this little kid's hero and, and maybe be um uh, a, a little bit more of an outstanding, you know, person than, you know, some of the, the heroes that he's going to find on TV, you know, then, uh, yeah. heck yeah, dude, I wanted to fulfill that role. So it was, that was, that was definitely a, a little crown jewel of the, of the year mm-hmm. for us. That was, that was a fun time. 
Yeah, that was definitely a, a standout moment uh, uh, to see that. Um, now, I know you yeah. uh, and, and know what you're all about and wanting to give back to the community. And um, just before, um, you know, filming this, we were having a quick little chat. And, uh, you know, I was telling you yeah. about uh, some of my struggles trying to grow on YouTube and stuff. And I said, but, you know, I always try to, to uh, when I do a video, to use the advice that you gave me last year. And that was uh, right before I hit that record button to ask myself, what is the value that I'm giving the the watcher of this video? Um, so I know where you're coming yeah. from when you're when you're doing your videos. It's all about uh, the people um, that are going to be uh, watching the video and how you can help them. So when you had that moment um, with that kid and that birthday party and seeing like this Brian's lawn, did the magnitude of that? strike you as far as the responsibility that you actually have in the content that you're creating and um you know sort of that positive vibe and 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 you know did you feel anything like that like sort of like this is like i had bigger weight on my shoulders than than i you know really sort of thought about before you know that, that's a that's a really good question um in fact um it, it sounds kind of weird but i kind of realized that um probably like two, two years ago, maybe. Um, because, cause we get a lot of kids that, that watch the channels. And like, <clears throat> there's a lot of new stuff out with Kappa, you know, for YouTube and stuff that YouTube creators got to deal with on the back end. But none of the, none of the content I make is for kids, right? We're, we're running yeah. long landscape companies. Um, but I understand that a lot of kids like to watch that content, mm -hmm. um, especially like 13 plus. Um, but a lot of parents like watching our videos, um, uh, with their kids because it is it is fun it's, it is cool it's it's lawn mowers there's motors there's engines it's it's you know it's a very um, uh, a fun content to watch especially when you make it fun um, but I mean there's there's a reason like since day one we've never swore on our YouTube channel now <clears throat> if you guys meet me in real life and you know you hear me drop an s bomb you know people are going to be like oh my god um, but in any content we put out there like we know that younger kids are watching um, and and I have. I mean, probably an email a month that comes in where it's a parent saying, Hey, like, uh, here's a photo of me watching, you know, blower wars 3.0 with my son. Um, thanks for making it kid friendly content. Like thanks for not swearing. Thanks for, for being classy. Um, and it, and it, it takes a lot of effort to make a video relate from like, you know, 10 years old all the way to 35 year old, you know, chiseled, grizzled lawn care guy, you know? Um, but I, I definitely realized that about two or three years ago when we were starting to do this thing because we'd get those phone call or phone uh, you know emails and texts and um, DMs and uh, a lot of people saying like our kids watch your stuff and you know not only that but I know my kids are going to watch my own content one day too and I don't I don't want them to look back on me ten fifteen years from now when I'm in this season of my life right um, and just see dad on the internet you know frickety frack rack you know um, they don't they don't need to see that. Um, uh, I've, I've always heard people say things like if, if somebody's swearing all day long, then they're just not using their brain to, you know, uh, communicate mm -hmm. a little bit more intelligently. Right. Um, now behind the scenes, trust me, I get, I get heated just like any other red blooded male, you know, if I yeah, stub yeah. my toe, um, I'm not, you know, screaming, Oh, snuffle off, I guess, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I, I always try to, by the way, also encourage other folks that are, are, um, creating content, like, create clean content. You know, it's not, it's not mm -hmm. hard to do. Um, you're not impressing anybody by swearing. Um, in fact, you're going to, you're probably going to hurt your chances of success on YouTube because they don't want that anymore either. You know, yeah. um, 
I think, I think we all have a responsibility out there to, uh, to make clean content and to make it fun. Mm. So hopefully that helps. Yeah, I think it's a, as I remember seeing a, an interview with uh, I think, uh, Will Smith and uh, he was talking about the same sort of thing that when he started, you know, basically, especially starting out as a rapper and stuff, it was very easy to get into that, um, you know, dropping the F-bombs and things like that. And um, his grandmother yeah. pulled him aside and said, you're better than that. You don't need to you know, do that. You yeah. can, and he completely um, stopped doing any of that stuff. And, you know, for his mm. whole career, he's been, uh, you know, wow. doing all that stuff. Right. And it was just because of his grandmother just saying, you know, what, you're better than that. Um, sort of rise to a, a yeah. higher level. Now, right. Yeah. Well, I will say this, like, you know, tongue in cheek, you know, uh, everybody knows I'm a huge Gary Vee fan, you know? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you know, take, take, take the, the water, the baby out with the bath water, whatever they say. Right. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. the content I create is, is pretty clean, but dude, it doesn't mean that I don't listen to, you know, Andy Frisella and yeah, yeah. Gary V and those guys, they just rip it from the frame. They don't, they don't have a filter. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, do whatever works and what's effective. But, um, I think, I think we, we all, a lot of YouTubers are understanding this now and, you know, YouTuber, you know, or, social media influencer, which I pretty much never have used those terms ever with anything I, I, I hate do. Those I hate um, the influencer, especially. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we don't have influencer in our, uh, our uh, Instagram bio. Right. Um, <clears throat> and if you have that in there, that's fine. I don't care. But you know, influencer to me is like a Casey Neistat, uh, you know, a, a Logan Paul or, uh, you know, David Dobrik, you know, when you have, we have 80,000 subscribers on YouTube, you're like, you're still like, you're, you're, I might, my channel's still like ranked like top 300,000. Like mm. there's 300,000 people that have a bigger following than me. So like to, to pretend like you have it going on is just, it's just absurd. Um, so any which way, um, I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, we, we just like to keep it fun, keep it light, you know, keep it, keep moving on. That's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so this past year as well, 2019 and, and a bit earlier as well, you're a big uh, goal setting yeah. guy uh, and you uh, like to attack those goals. Um, one of my favorite um, things that I saw you uh, talk about in the past, and I've mentioned it in my podcast recently um, during another interview was the fact um, about when you're buying your truck, how you would go to the dealership at night when it was closed and yeah. look at the trucks and, and you know, put your hand on the door handle and look inside and, and sort of visualize yourself in that truck. Um, so maybe speak a bit about your, your goal setting because you've got a whole bunch of goals. A lot of them are very public and it seems like the whole world is urging you on with the Tesla memes and the, you know, it's yeah. like, man, if, yeah. if you're a, a believer in law of attraction and you're into, you know, goal setting and stuff and you've got like half the internet sending you or tagging you every time they see a Tesla, yeah. um, then uh, you've well, got good things coming. <laughs> well, you know, um, you know, yeah. And, and thanks for all the support and encouragement too. Cause I mean, I spend, I spend all day encouraging everybody else and, and, and I'm just uh, blown away too by the support that everybody gives back to me. Um, people are like, well, why do you do this whole YouTube thing and all this other mess? And like, they think like me saying, uh, just to help people is like this, um, you know, like, uh, subvert way of like making money on YouTube. And I'm like, folks, you got to understand, like we run a decent little lawn and landscape company where everything I own, I bought <clears throat> from our lawn and landscape income. Right. So the, the townhome we're living in, the cars, the, this, the, that, like it's 
all the money we make from YouTube, I literally reinvest into the channel and I put it in another bank account. I don't even know what's in there right now. I don't even know, don't even care. Um, and, and, and folks that don't understand that, it challenges their thinking because they're like, you know, that's not true or like, there's no way. And then you hear somebody like else is like, well, this YouTuber is making, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars with, with YouTube and you can make mm-hmm. some money with YouTube. We're starting to make a couple bucks with YouTube, but it's never, it's never been about make, making money with YouTube. You and I were talking about that for a half hour before we hit record on this podcast. Um, my, my sincere hope is to stay true north and just to keep helping the Brian Fullerton that would have been 10 or 12 years ago that mm-hmm. was 20. He was scared. He had no prospects. He had no money. He had no credit. He had no, no chance. Um, I think if you take a look at <clears throat> everything we've put on YouTube, I, I would be shocked. And I don't mean this like in a jerk, jerky kind of way, but like I'd be shocked that if you can't chisel out a six-figure long landscape company um, in less than 36 months with the content that just my channel alone has put out there. Um, I, I would just say that if you're, if you're not doing it, you're just not trying hard enough. You're not working. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're working hard, you know, think smarter. Um, cause we have both of those elements mixed into our videos. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, I think the biggest takeaway from, from putting my goals out there publicly, and I've learned this from Gary Vee is that <clears throat> this might sound a little challenging to some folks, but I, I don't think there's too many other people that, really understand how hard I work behind the scenes. I don't say like boastfully, but I, I learned that from Gary V. The reason Gary V did daily V was to have somebody record everything he's doing every single day, you know, from 8am to midnight. Now I don't have a, you know, a mega company like Gary V where I can afford a payroll to have a videographer with me all day. But, um, behind the scenes, dude, from 8am to midnight, or if not later every day, like, yeah, I run my landscape company, like eight to five, everything you see from YouTube and Instagram, I say this all the time is after six, seven, eight PM at night. Like we don't like, yeah, I film a video during the day, but I'm not editing that video till 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I don't, I'm not like here to out hustle or outwork somebody or out prove me to them. I'm not in challenge or competition with any of those people. I'm in competition with myself. Mm. You know, my, my launch year business doubled from 2017 to 2018. And then it doubled again from 2018 to 2019. So I took a, an actual real physical traditional business and doubled it and then doubled it again. Now, whether it went from 10 grand to 20 and 20 to 40, whether it went from 25 to 50, 50 to 100, 100 to 200, um, it's, all, it's all irrelevant. You know, mm-hmm. um, the bottom line is what did your business grow in that same time frame? Right. So like, everybody's like, well, what is this guy doing? Like everybody wants to, <clears throat> everybody wants to, excuse me, everybody wants to look at what somebody else is doing and they're, they're, they're taking very little time to do a self audit about what they got going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's just, that's just real talk. That's just, that's just being a businessman. Right now. And the, and the exact same time I, I double my business and I double my business, uh, we create a, a YouTube channel and people are like, that's impossible. You can't be doing all this. Well, here's what no, nobody asks like the right questions in life. And this is just maybe a quick rant or just a little rabbit hole, but you know, nobody's, nobody's asked me, you know, how, how, how are you doing all this? Nobody asks like the good questions. The, you got to start with the why questions and you got to go to the how questions. But you know, I tell people like transparently guys, I haven't watched TV. I haven't watched sports. Like we don't, mm-hmm. I've, learned, I've learned to say no to 99 things out of a hundred, right? Everybody's, <clears throat> everybody's heard that from uh, Warren Buffett, but how many people are exercising that? Um, you know, we, we've got, we got ultra focused for about three years 
And in my long term, two, two, two things happened at the same time. And I've said this publicly, <clears throat> my, my lawn business got completely out of debt. We had a really strong income, like strong is relative, by the way, uh, strong enough for me. Um, and at the same time, our YouTube channel went from nothing. We made like 38 cents our first year. You know what I mean? Cause you don't make any money to making, you know, let's say a thousand dollars a month, two or three years in. And it's made a little bit more than that. Uh, since then, but I had no idea. So two things happened at once. We created two pretty good cash flow businesses. Like I, I do look at my YouTube channel as a business. Yeah. You know, like why wouldn't you? <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not going to just grow it and run it all. And just it's all free content. That's the thing. That's the funny part too. Is like it doesn't cost anybody an ounce of anything to consume, which is which is just fascinating. Um, anytime you buy a, a product from anybody's affiliate code, I know for a fact that the consumer is saving more as a percentage basis than that affiliate marketer is earning. Mm-hmm. So the transaction is always pure. You save 10%, somebody else makes 5%, whatever it is. Yeah. I don't even know. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> like I said, still getting over this cough. But yeah. the bottom line is that we we had two businesses that really grew in the last 36 months. And 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 so where's the motivation, dude? I was just so sick and tired of being um, complacent and broke and poor and scared. Like, you know, I've been in business for 13 years, but really this is like my fourth year in business, I feel. Because when I mm-hmm. put myself on the internet, uh, it exposed everything. Yeah. And the more I talk, the more, the more I got exposed. Not, mm-hmm. not in a negative way, but... Uh, in just a general, general way to, mm-hmm. to everything. Like I, I didn't know I should be doing certain things in a certain way. I didn't know I'm running my accounting completely wrong. I didn't know the way my LLCs and my taxes are set up are completely not effective. You know what I mean? Um, so all these, all these things came into play where I wanted to get better. And so I put myself out there about three or four years ago. And I just said, man, like I want to learn. I want to be a better person. I wanted to stop hiding. Mm-hmm. Right. And I wanted to take things to the front. Now, good for me. You know, I'm, I'm coming on the, uh, the outside of that, of that little, uh, wormhole, you know, it's been a four year process of just being meldable and moldable. And, um, you know, it's like, it's like somebody chiseling a, uh, a statue of David, right? Like, you know, sometimes you're using like little, little, little chisels, yeah. <coughs> excuse me. And then sometimes, you know, a sledgehammer comes at you. Um, so it's been a, it's been a tough, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. It's been a tough, uh, four years. I think, I think what really counts is the fact that, um, if you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, and if you don't have those visions and those goals, uh, that are going to pull you through all those tough times, I think that's where people, uh, lose faith, they lose sight and they lose track. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, here, excuse me for one second. So does that, does that make some sense? I got a cough. Yeah, so. yeah absolutely. I, a couple of uh, points that I uh, got from that. Um, the first being uh, when you were talking about, uh, Sorry about that. Uh, no, that's fine. Um, your um, uh, competition or people thinking about uh, their competition reminded me of when uh, a few years ago, I, was, I picked up my kids from school, went to a garden center and I pulled up, uh, I had to pick up some stuff for the next day's job and uh, pulled up beside a truck of another lawn care company in my, my daughter looked at me and she said, Hey dad, look, there's your competition. And I said, that's right. not my competition. I don't, my only competition is me myself, right? Like yeah. 
that sort of thing. So that was a good point that you brought up. The other point was um, the work ethic that you talked about. And for those of you, yeah, you mentioned, um, you know, the sacrifices like you don't watch TV and stuff. And, and it's ironic before we started recording here, um, one of the things I didn't say to you, um, but uh, when we sat down and I was looking at it, for those of you that are watching uh, the YouTube version of this uh, interview, uh, you're sitting in your new studio there and there's a TV yeah. uh, behind you. And I was laughing when I saw that uh, for the first time because I was like, like, Brian actually finally goes and buys a TV, but it's not to watch it. It's to, <laughs> it's to have for work, to, to have as a background okay. to show, have the computer uh, connected to and stuff. So Dude, it's, it's, it's so true. I, it's a funny story. I was at Best Buy <clears throat> trying to buy this TV and the guy's like, <clears throat> excuse me. He's like, well, what do you, what do you need it for? Like Netflix or Hulu, <clears throat> um, HBO. And you know, he's, he's like naming all these shows and things. I'm like, dude, I don't even know. I just needed to, to, to stream from my, my MacBook uh, to the TV. And he goes, well, and he was like laughing. He thought I was asking like, like being silly. And I'm like, I just need to, uh, Chromecast to the TV and he goes um, every TV here does that and I'm like, <laughs> he's like every TV here has done that since like 2012 and I'm like well that was probably the last time I bought a TV bro and uh, so he's like, he's like that's all you're using your, your TV for I go yeah and he's like this TV is like 800 bucks I go so and uh, so it was just it was just pretty ironic because uh, yeah, like, yeah. you don't want the, the 4k this and the ultra fidelity of that I'm like dude I don't even know what you're talking about so yeah <laughs> yes, I thought that was funny when, when I first saw the TV because I, I remember your, the last story about um, you getting a TV for your wedding present and then you guys moved and lost the power cord. So you had it there for years yeah. without even actually turning it on. Oh, um, so, <clears throat> yeah, so we, people don't see that actually, part of it, right? Um, yeah, we, we actually just hung that TV. Oh, I swear to God, it's so funny, dude. We just literally hung that TV in the living room. Um, <clears throat> my we had a Friendsgiving, so people came over for like, you know, Friendsgiving. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's funny because uh, it's a 40, I don't even know if it's a 40 inch TV. Um, how it looks like on our living room wall, it looks like, it looks like a giant iPad. Yeah. It's so small in retrospect, you know, where my brother was literally giving me crap. He's like, he's like, who put the iPad on the wall? <laughs> and uh, I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, he goes, dude, he goes, that TV is like the smallest. It doesn't even look right. And I'm yeah. like, well, it's the only one we have. I'm not buying another TV to mount it to the wall. Um, but like, I guess there's like 55 and 65 and 75 yeah, yeah. inch TVs. He goes, 42. He goes, nobody even makes 42 inch TVs anymore. And I go, well, that's how long we've been out of the game, you know? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, have our, we have our iPad TV uh, on the wall and uh, we watch like Netflix, like, you know, once every couple of nights. That's about it. Yeah, so yeah. too funny. Yeah. Yeah, they're very, very uh, funny there. Now, and another thing going yeah. on with that uh, that work ethic, through obviously your success in, with YouTube and stuff, you get the haters uh, that come on. They're you know, I, I could probably have a big YouTube channel too if I actually you know didn't do lawn care for a living or things like that. You get those snarky remarks and things, and <clears throat> you've always been. Um, you know, very good at uh, just kind of putting those to the side and, and focusing. And, and, you know, I've heard some of those remarks as well um, about you. And I always think like, are you guys like, like nuts? Like if you knew where he came from and his motivation, like he's talked openly about it. Like he grew up in a, in a trailer, 
He's talked about how his yeah. truck costs more money than the trailer that he grew up in. Like his motivation to yeah. not to to you know just go beyond his limitations or what people would perceive as you know oh I, you know I'm the world is against me you know I grew up in a trailer blah 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 you can't you know I'm in mm-hmm. this situation you can't make and it's like you've got that you've turned that all on its side and you show that it doesn't matter really where you came from it just matters where you're focused on going so well let's let's break that down because that that deserves 10 seconds of thought number one um i mean there's a couple thoughts that i have number one i don't i don't hate anybody i don't have i don't harbor anything against anybody um it, it it's it's so shocking that people even think that way uh, about anybody else who's trying to improve other people's lives like um you know here here's the bottom line is that i i'm i'm shocked that people spend that much energy even talking about other people um part number two of that is that if you listen to somebody else dump negative into your brain talking junk about somebody else <clears throat> you're you're just as bad as that person is you mm-hmm. know that's talking junk um, it's shocking to me. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. I just, I just find it really peculiar <clears throat> because there's never been a, a success book I've read where, you know, you look at the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership by John Maxwell. Uh, none of the first 21 uh, laws in that book, or there wasn't an updated revised version as law number 22, where it said that if somebody's doing better than you or somebody else is changing their stars to go ahead and criticize, condemn and complain that person. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've never heard that from John Maxwell, never heard that from, uh, Dave Ramsey. I've never heard that from Napoleon Hill. I've never heard that from Les Brown. I've never heard that from Tony Robbins. So, but what I have heard from those folks is all of them say the same thing that, you know, folks will, for whatever reason, right. For whatever reason, when you start sticking your head above the crowd, you'll get hit with tomatoes first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I didn't know what that means. That that's a good meme. We call it a meme today. That was a good one-liner back in you know uh, 2006, yeah. right? Um, and you know, I learned all that stuff, and I logged it in the back of my brain, but I didn't know it'd actually be true. I didn't know people would be. I mean, let's literally, like, literally break it down. Let's just really just just gloss over this, but let's just break it down. Like somebody's mad and judgmental because I teach somebody how to properly edge a sidewalk. Mm-hmm. I mean, like somebody's mad because I do a video talking about a brand new zero turn lawnmower and teaching people like how to make an educated decision about buying it. Mm-hmm. Like, so because it's such an absurd thought, I give it literally no credence and no time. And I would encourage that anybody listening to yeah. this podcast or any podcast in the future about this kind of stuff, look at those folks. And <clears throat> I actually have a podcast coming out about this. It said, you got to listen to, you got to learn who to listen to. And it always comes down to listen to somebody's credibility. And number two is listen to what their agenda is because somebody who's criticizing you, what's their credibility? Number one, realistically, they probably have none or less than the person they're criticizing. And then number two, what's that person's agenda? Well, the bottom line is that if somebody's criticizing somebody else's success, they're usually like you said, jealous Mm -hmm. or they're envious. And so when you lash out because you're jealous or uh, envious or manipulative or something like that, then you have to question that person's motives, right? Yeah. So it's just one of those things where 
we don't really give it the time of day. I mean, there's a, there's a very, uh, you know, it's called the loud vocal minority. There's, you know, less than one tenth of 1% of people who criticize what we do. Um, and it's out there, but you know what? I've, I've realized that every single day that I get criticized, uh, criticism, here's something that, you know, geopolitics for you, Julio, is that right now we've got arguably, in my opinion, the best president we've ever had in the United States since probably Washington, if not, you know, Abraham Lincoln, the guy has, uh, literally left the most lavish lifestyle he could as a, as a multi multi-billionaire Donald Trump. <clears throat> and he went into, I mean, like literally the, the lion's pit, the lion's den dealing with just the, the garbage of the U S uh, you know, um, the swamp we call it. Right. And I'm a big, uh, big Trump guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big conservative businessman guy. And so here's the deal. This guy's literally done nothing but help the economy. He's, he's sacrificed billions of dollars of everything. And whether people agree or disagree, I don't really care. That's just my opinion he's literally created like the best economy and, you know, in, in, in since, since we can literally remember, right. In a hundred years. And as we're, as he's literally having the best, you know, economy for everybody else, we all benefit and whatnot. The guy's literally getting impeached. And, uh, <clears throat> so it's just, it's just hilarious that it doesn't matter how good you do, how much you're helping. There's just always people out there that are trying to tear you down. And the reality is that, that's why you create a community of folks to keep you going. You know, yeah. I always tell people like there's a, there's a hundred thousand of you guys that I'm trying to encourage and uplift every day. And dude, I a hundred percent appreciate the prayers, the encouragement, the, the uplifting of Liz and I, you know, uh, the, the cards that people send, the gifts that people send. Um, I, I, I mean the, the text messages that come in, you know, the DMS that come in, dude, you changed my life. You changed my business. You know, I, I literally had a guy text me, uh, yesterday, and I'm I'm like sick as a dog laying in bed. Um, this guy, uh, uh, Facebook Messenger comes in, <clears throat> and uh, he goes, "Hey, I uh, I served ten. I I, uh, I got in trouble with the law. I got I had to serve ten years in jail. Fifty uh, percent of it mandatory, which I don't know what that means, but I guess he had to serve at least five years. Um, and he ended up serving eight and a half years. And uh, for somehow, some way, he had access to YouTube." And he said he watched my channel and Keith Kalfas's channel like every single video, every single day for two years. And when he got out of his, um, uh, he knew he was going to get released at like, you know, you know, in the next 18 months or whatever. So he, he said, I didn't want to go back to the life I, I lived. He's like, I was, I mean, dude, he shot me like six paragraphs and, and uh, it was crazy. And he was, and I'm like, I'm shaking kind of telling this story. Cause you know, I listened to somebody else who, who's criticizing me, you know, about making videos about helping somebody pick the right lawnmower or give them business advice that I wish I knew mm-hmm. 10 years ago. And here's a guy who's in, you know, federal, you know, penitentiary watching my, my videos and Keith Kalfas' videos. And he comes out <clears throat> and the guy was literally saying his first like six months in business, he got like 52 accounts. He, he's got like two zero term mowers and enclosed trailer. He's got like, a couple guys working for him. Um, dude, I'm, I'm like shaking just telling this story cause it's mm-hmm. so cool. And so who, who am I going to, and by the way, that's, I get like, I get an email or a DM. I get one of those every single day. I mean like five a day, literally five a day. Um, and I'm like, dude, that's so cool. That's so awesome. I said, you need to make a, a an Instagram post or YouTube video on that. And I love to reshare it because we are helping people, dude. Like people can think it's hokey pokey. Um, and it's just, you know, me teaching people about how to run a better lawn care business, but it's not for crying out loud. It's not about helping you run a better lawn care business, helping you run a better life. See, if I help you run a better lawn care business, your life might implode. But if I can help you run a better life, you'll probably naturally defaultly have a better marriage. You'll naturally mm-hmm. defaultly have 
uh, be a better son to your parents, a better father to your kids. And if I teach you how to have a better life, you'll naturally probably run a more successful lawn care business. So, 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 so I guess my takeaway is I challenge the person that wants to come at me with negative, that wants to criticize what I'm doing. What's their, what's their agenda? What's their Mm -hmm. motive? And number two, what is that person even doing? Because I found it extremely hard to criticize folks and produce content. Like it's impossible to do both. Cannot... You cannot say that guy's a loser, that guy's selfish, that guy's pretentious, and at the same point, create positive content for mm-hmm. yourself. You can't do that. Your brain, your brain can't switch tracks that easy. Yeah. So, I guess at the I guess at the bottom of the line is the bottom line is that <clears throat> every day people criticize Will Smith. Every day people criticize uh, President Trump. Every day people criticize um, just everybody, man. And I'm just like, what's the point? What's the point? Knock it off. Yeah. You're an adult. When you were a kid, you did childish things. But when you became a man, you did away with childish things. Yeah. So grow up. And so, you know, and bottom line is that the reason I don't spend much time on that is because people don't know how much flack we get behind the scenes. But at yeah. the same point, I don't, I don't care about it. They don't care about it. You know, like nobody cares about it. The bottom yeah. line is produce. Yeah. The bottom line is help. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, we can complain all day and have pity parties, but that doesn't help anybody, you know? And, and when I'm ever feeling down and out, I I open up my phone. I got like a a testimony uh, album that I created on my phone and I go back through, I go back through the hundreds of messages. I think about, uh, 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 breast, breast lawn care, the little four year old dude that I got to hang out with. That kid thinks I'm his hero. You know, there's other 20 year old grown men that came up to me uh, at Target and he's like, dude, He's like, we were treating this like a hobby for, for seven, eight years. And we listened to yeah, two, yeah. three of your videos and me and my dad, we doubled our business and we're, made, we're both killing it. So mm-hmm. who am I going to listen to? Right? Yeah. Some no face, no avatar stranger on the internet. Yeah. And, and by the way, you guys have them too. It's not about just me. You guys have them in your, your parents, you know, your brother-in-law. Uh, it could be your pastor. It could be your wife. It could be your, it could be your husband. Yeah, like we're all going to come up with that kind of crap. The bottom line right. is, that's what this community is about. is about sticking together. It's about up, uh, uplifting and encouraging people. Now, not everybody subscribes to that, and that's fine. You don't have to, but you know, if you want to look at Camelot, like Camelot, for example, uh, everybody who came to Camelot, you had to contribute to to it, right? You didn't just join Camelot and take. You had to you had to preserve it. You had to fight for it, and so. I don't know, man. I, I get being part of the tip of the spear. People want to challenge you and come after you, but yeah. um, why? Yeah. So I don't know. That's just goofy to me. Yeah. No, great points. Um, it always reminds me of um, just uh, the opportunity that we have in these um, countries as a collective like Canada, United States, just westernized countries. Um, and I see it all the time where an immigrant will come to this country and they're used to coming from nothing and they have their eyes wide open seeing the opportunity that's available here. And within a few years, they're driving a BMW and they've got a nice house and they've been working their butt off doing janitorial, you know, business or something, stuff that people here don't want to do because they think it's beneath them. And Right. Then they complain that these, you know, an immigrant or something comes to the country and is taking all the work. It's like yeah, they're doing stuff you didn't want to do. 
And they've just yep. shown that, you know, there's yep. opportunity everywhere. Um, so yep. that was uh, another point. And you talking about you know, um, like that, uh, that little kid again, and, you know, uh, people coming up to you at Target, stuff like that. And it's just crazy. Those are the, the moments. Um, I had one similarly uh, that was like that, uh, where I was like, whoa, like this is just like the twilight zone. It was at GIE and a guy came up to me. He wanted to, he was messaging me, he wanted to meet me and he came up to me and he was shaking, talking to me. And I was yeah. like, like, this is just, and I thought he was going to start crying, like telling me sure. about how much the podcast has helped him and stuff. And I was like, this is just so mm-hmm. strange. Like, like I didn't realize that, like I knew I was helping people, but I didn't realize it on that level of, um, you know, and like right. you said, uh, that sort of thing. It's like, uh, that's just crazy. So I want to shift gears here a little bit. I talked about GIE there. Um, yeah, you uh, were uh, there at GIE and uh, just mm-hmm. like a chicken with your head cut off, you and Liz were just going everywhere being, uh, you know, I, love I met up with you for a little That's bit there great. and uh, it was insane. You couldn't walk 20 feet without getting stopped and, and, and somebody. So how, how do you handle yeah. that when you, you get into those situations? Well, okay. So you know, piggybacking off of what we just got done talking about and dude, sorry for like getting into it, man. Cause I, I get pretty passionate about this stuff. Um, yeah. so, but, but let's rinse and repeat off of piggybacking off of that because you look at the other 99.98% of people that love what we do. That's where they go. Right. That's yeah. where we all go. And by the way, like I'm not, I'm not top down, dude. Like I'm part of this thing. Like I'm part of the same community. Like I don't, I'm not, I, I provide a role. I provide, I, I participate, but I'm not saying that like I'm the anchor and I'm this and I'm that. Like, dude, I'm yeah. just a dude. Okay, I'm just I'm just like you guys. Like, I have bad days. I stub my toe. Um, I run lawnmowers just like you guys do. We have good days. We have bad days. We get rained out days. But um, when you when you sow into so many people and then you go to like a, a GIE, which is our environment, our element. Yeah, dude. Yeah. There's there's you know twenty twenty six twenty seven thousand people there. Um, and this was your first show. Cause I saw you, by the way, also running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Yeah. Um, you were, you were, you were walking around like this, right? Like, you know, yeah, yeah. the, uh, the good old Hillary Clinton, like, you know, and I don't know, you can edit, you can edit that part out if you want, um, but I don't care. <laughs> so, um, it, and it was just funny. Cause like, you're like, this place is huge. Like I've never seen this many brands and, and equipment yeah, yeah. and product and sponsors and companies. And uh, of course people and fans and, uh, no longer your community. Right. And so, uh, which by the way, I was like that my first show too. Um, so that environment, it's, 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 uh, you come into it humble and you leave even more humbled, obviously. Um, it's, it's, I mean, just from, you know, here's the deal, dude, like four years ago, I didn't even know the internet, like long care internet, YouTube existed. Right. Like I, I didn't even know. Um, and to be able to walk into the steel booth and talk to the president of this company, uh, to walk into the Xmark booth and be talking to first name based with the president of this company. Um, it's, it's really, really cool. I'm really, really thankful. I never really thought I would or knew, but I also like after about a year or two, I was like, well, if I'm going to do this thing, like I probably should do it right. Like I should probably take it to the front. I should probably um, be, be, if I'm going to participate in this space and do what I think I'm going to do, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to just be a guy on YouTube. Like I was like, well, if I'm going to do this, I might as well like do it all in, right? Mm. Uh, 
So that's what we did. We, we started networking. We started meeting people. We started meeting all the other long care YouTube people. Um, some of them liked us. Some of them didn't like us, man. You know, whatever. The ones that don't like us, I apologize if I ever offended them. Um, I, uh, you know, wish, wish nothing but success for everybody out there. I mean, sincerely. Um, and if they want to be friends and buds, cool. By the way, they don't have to be like, it doesn't make any difference, but, yeah. uh, we found the other, you know, nine out of 10 long term YouTubers that wanted to be cool, wanted to be friends and wanted to be buds. And they were in it together and they, they had the same motive and, um, uh, goal, which was just to help make it easier for the next guy. Yeah. Um, so GIE, you know, Louisville, Kentucky, uh, you know, yeah, 26,000 people down there. It's, it's pandemonium for three days. It's, it's true. Uh, it's, it's basically different. It was tough two years ago to even walk around and not get stopped. Um, this is a funny story. Two years ago, <clears throat> we were at GIE and uh, somebody had a, a entrepreneur shirt on, like my green one that I have. Yeah. And I, and I know you have your design too. Uh, and, it, and it's funny because um, this, this kid like walked by and he had my shirt on. And I go, hey, dude. Like I just yelled out. I'm like, hey, dude, nice shirt. And he kind of like looked at me like double, did a double take. Yeah. And he like kind of like, kind of like blew me off a little bit. He kept walking. And I'm like, and I go, Liz, did you just see that? And she goes, what? I go, this dude is wearing my shirt and he doesn't even know who I am. <laughs> and it was funny because I'm like, dude, you were, you're wearing my shirt, like my design. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I don't know. I mean, it was, it was just really funny because, um, things kind of like have transcended a little bit. Um, but that being said, like, yeah, dude, I, GIE is a, it's just such a good time. I mean, you don't have to yeah. go every year, but I would encourage people to go at least once, um, check it out, try it out, you know, and if it's, if it's in the budget and, you know, for us, it's a non-negotiable, uh, just cause we do a lot of stuff with a lot of companies there and it's just good yeah. to, to network and hang out. But, you know, we also kind of have, I guess, became a little bit of a, uh, a personality in the long care community. So a lot yeah. of folks go there to like meet all these different folks. So we, we oblige, we, we love doing it. Um, yep. I trust me, it's not there. It's not there to go meet 400 people. Um, yeah. Sincerely, if you know my personality, it is as a stretch. I get done after about three days, and um, I can nap for about two days straight because yeah. uh, I know I, I know I sound like really energetic and really like bubbly and out there, but it's it's so hard for people to understand. But defaultly, my personality type is very melancholy, very detail, very don't talk to me, you know, mm-hmm. and. Um, and it, it really is it's very closeted, you know, closeted. It's like, it's like not high energy, you know? Um, and, uh, so when people meet me in person they're like, they're kind of like expecting like this, this pony pony show, like song and dance. And I'm like, Hey, how's it going? They're like, cool. They're like, I'm Carl. Hey Carl, nice to meet you. I'm Brian. They're like, cool. And, yeah. then, and then it's like awkward silence, you know? <laughs> Cause like, they're like, you know what I mean, dude? And, uh, and it's kind of funny cause anybody who's ever met me, kind of knows it's true. They're like waiting for me to be like animated. Um, and I yeah. try to, I really try to day like, day like one, I'm like, man, I'm going to meet everybody and remember everybody's name. Day three, I'm like, hi John. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, like, hi Brian. And uh, it is kind of funny cause I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just a big nerd dude. So yeah. I just, I just try to keep it real. If you don't, yeah. that's the, the more we keep growing, the more I just like keeping it real and people yeah. are like dumbfounded. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, GIE was a, a crazy time. Um, a little bird at GIE uh, named Liz 
uh, kind of dropped something yeah. um, that uh, maybe some future plans for GIE for Brian's lawn maintenance for the coming year. I don't know if it's something official that you want to share or just something you guys were thinking about, um, but she kind of mentioned something. Oh, I, and I was like, know. oh, really? <laughs> okay, there I you go. <laughs> Okay, Maybe then we're flying to it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What okay. did she tell you? Oh, uh, she uh, uh, What's that? I'm nervous. Oh, do you want me to share it or no? Or do you want me to just share yeah, it after? I don't care. Oh, she was talking about possibly no. a Brian, a Brian's lawn maintenance, I guess, entrepreneur booth at GIE in the oh, future. Yeah, we, I don't know we, if that would be this year or. We, if, <clears throat> Um, I, I, I don't know, like the Launchpreneur Academy, like, um, uh, I know like there's other folks that offer training and stuff like that. Um, you know, it, it's still a business. I mean, the GIE booths are like 10 grand or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't, I don't think that's really in the, in the, in the budget. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying no, if, uh, if we're able to work out a deal with GIE maybe, but, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never, you know, Liz actually told me that she's like, can you imagine having the booth here at GIE? And I'm like, yeah, but you know, who's going to run it? Who's going to man it? She's like, we yeah. just put up a bunch of flyers and banners. And yeah. uh, I was laughing. I'm like, well, I guess, but yeah. um, I think, I think, I think, I think what we were joking about was doing that. So everybody could come to us. Oh, okay. I think she mentioned something about that. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but you got to do me a favor. Like, if if you ever yeah. decide to do it, then you have to get like yeah. a matching outfit, like that um, a lawn crack guy. But you got to do it like red and black. <laughs> Ryan with um, uh, he had the uh, the what's the beef jerky slim jim guy? Um, oh, I know, the yeah. orange jumpsuit with the long hair. You know what I'm talking yeah, yeah. about. Uh, Ryan and Volvo, that guy, right? Long crack, Ryan was with long crack, a little plug. He's like guy. Macho He's Man, Randy Savage, like outfit or something. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, dude. He, uh, yeah, I'll get, I'll get a matching costume, or maybe I'll wear one of those like, um, uh, like neoprene suits where it's like, like I look like, like a morphed person or whatever, you know. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> we'll run around looking like Spider Man. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, that that would be really cool. Um. I, I, I've, I've tried to figure out what the GIE, we're always trying to make it better. Like I do have a, a, a open line with those guys and uh, they're, they're amazing people at the GIE, but I don't, I don't know. Um, we're always learning how to like make it more uh, accessible and there's just so mm-hmm. much going on, you know, with some, you know, with 25,000 people there, it's just, uh, it's pandemonium in yeah. a good way. Um, but, but I would love to like have like a, an influencer booth or um, a table one way, but Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I mean, literally, I try to make myself available by doing like four or five meetups in that three days because, yeah. you know, not everybody can come on Wednesday. Not everybody can come on Thursday. Um, some people only come for Friday for a few hours. But um, if you, like I said, if, you, if you've never been, you got you to gotta check it out at least yeah. once because um, uh, you've never seen a show like it. That's, that's yeah. a fact. So uh, what... What what was your biggest takeaway? I gotta ask you because you're um, the new guy. You should be you should be exploring. Uh, you know, one of the neatest things, <laughs> one of the, the neatest um, kind of things that happened um, was just you know I was going around um, it, being able to just film video and stuff. I was acting like all Casey Neistat, like you know with the camera on me. I didn't care yeah. about anybody looking at me and and that because it was sort of that sure. environment. But what was neat was you know yeah. I would go to booths and do like kind of interviews, let them you know talk about the product and stuff and after one of the people from one of the booths actually thanked me and said 
it's, you know, thanks to you guys that this, he says, five years ago, this GIE was dead. There was nothing here. And it says, it's all you YouTubers that have brought this place to life. He says, this is, you know, I think, and I think this past year was like the biggest attendance that they've ever had at GIE. Um, And he's like, it's all thanks to you guys walking around with your cameras and you guys have brought, you know, that attention to the, the expo. And so that was cool to hear that, uh, you know, in that sense. Yeah. There's a there's a gentleman uh, Chris Kaiser. Uh, he works with uh, GIE. Um, he's like the main dude. Um, and uh, Warren Sellers, and they they're both super thankful for the the influencer community. And I and I use influencer you know lightly, but um, yeah, 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 those guys they they're they're super cool, man. Like um, uh, there's so many influencer events that go on now, and you know, I I you know we sold tickets for those guys and 1% of the show came from from us like that use mm-hmm. our our uh, code you know that we get access yeah. to in the spring and uh it's kind of interesting cuz you're like well it's it's only 1% but it's at the same point I'm like hey it's at least 1% which is a start so uh, about 4 or 500 people used our code which is pretty cool so those guys they track that stuff man so yeah um when they're like hey 400 450 people used your code like do you have any input on the show and I'm like you know, I'm like, holy cow, like they're asking me for some suggestions. Yeah, like, yeah. um, it's cool because then I get to pull the 450 people and be like, Hey, what's some stuff that you guys want changed at the show? Mm-hmm. And, and so it is, it is, it is really cool because you, it, it's all of us working together. Um, and I think there's just so many more lines of communication that are open now than that didn't even exist four or five years ago. So yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. And by the way, I, I also say thank you to the people who came before us, you know, cause yes, absolutely. It was only my, yeah, it was only my third show, but there's been some people that have been going for six, seven, ten, yep. twenty years, you know. So, yep. and if it yeah. wasn't for them, like for me, I wouldn't have ever gone to flown all the way to Kentucky to go see some, you know, lawn care tools and stuff like that. But it was just neat in that to hear that. Yep. And there was another instance where another booth saw me filming, and I started walking after I was done. I was walking past them, and they said, "Hey, what were you doing over there?" I said, "Oh, I'm just." filming some mm. stuff for my YouTube channel. And they're like, well, why don't you film our booth? Right. So I was like, yeah. okay, you got a yeah. moment. You want to talk yeah. about your, your products and stuff. And they're like, yeah, that'd be great. Right. So that was kind of neat to see yeah, uh, awesome. going back and forth. So we touched there and sorry to drop that uh, uh, bomb on you on the, yeah. <laughs> whether you're going to have a booth. Oh no, I was, <laughs> I was curious too. I'm like, uh, I was hoping I'd have some like, you know, breaking news here on the podcast. Um, <laughs> but we touched, yeah, we touched it. on the Lawn Entrepreneur Academy. So you've had uh, that and another massive milestone this year besides yeah. uh, the birthday party. And I would say uh, it would be your first live event uh, that yeah. uh, took just was, it looks like it was a phenomenal uh, success. Um, so maybe uh, talk about uh, the journey to that. You started out with uh, the Entrepreneur um, Academy website that uh, you have like online courses, snow removal, um, lawn care stuff. Um, so maybe talk about yeah. that and then how you decided to take that leap um, to do sure. a, a live event. Cause that pressure there is just, I would just, you well, know, would imagine is huge. Yeah, no, do for sure. And, and I appreciate the kind words. Um, I, in fact, the, the, oh, I mean, I'm not just saying this to say this, like the consensus from everybody at the event was that it was first class, that it was amazing. Um, definitely, uh, under promise over delivered. Um, and, and, and by the way, I don't take very much credit for any of it because I joked when I opened the event that if the event is good, it's because of all the speakers. And if the event sucks, it's 
because of all the speakers. <laughs> so um, the funny thing is I didn't speak. So the, the, the bottom line is that a lot of folks really enjoyed it because um, uh, all the content that was shared was just, it was, it was designed to, again, to help people grow a successful life, not just business. I, I told all the speakers, I said, you can talk about whatever you want. Just two parts. I only had two requirements. I said, one, teach them how to grow a better life. Mm-hmm. Right. Like let's not focus just on the blocking and tackling the X's and O's. Um, yes. I want you to talk about that, you know, share your story, share your struggle, victory, uh, lessons learned. Right. And the, the other part of it was my only number two thing. And, and this might come to a surprise to a lot of people, but I said, I don't want any pitches, like no pitches, mm-hmm. no, no selling. I said, don't sell anything. Um, I ran the whole event. I could have pitched 25 times if I wanted. I didn't pitch at the beginning. I didn't pitch at the middle or the, at the, at the end. And what's a pitch, by the way? You know, a pitch is you go to an event and Julia, I don't know if you've ever been to things like this, but you go to something and it's $179 and then you go yeah. through the, the, the timeshare, you go through the whole day and then it's all right. Now this was just wetting the appetite. Um, but for $997, yeah. you can join the, the mastermind group. Yeah. Go to the and, table uh, in the back of the room. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, and here's the deal. Like I'm not against those things because, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of them are legit and they want to help folks and they want to help folks dive deeper. And that's, that's fair. Um, so, so my, my, what I told everybody though, is that I don't want to, I don't want anybody to feel like they were coming here just to get led to go to the next thing. Mm-hmm. I said, give them everything you got, all of your best info. Um, I paid, I paid for all these folks to come on up and speak. I, I, I come to travel their, their hotel and I, and, um, uh, I paid them a couple bucks, uh, you know, for their time, which definitely yep. wasn't adequate based on what, you know, these guys should be commanding. Um, which I just know even more proves to me that they wanted to share, you know, um, just honestly, which was really yeah. cool. Uh, like, like I, I told Stanley dirt monkey, <clears throat> I, I booked him a year in advance. I said, Stanley, uh, I'm hoping that you can come speak at my event. Uh, I said, like, what's the going rate, dude? Like five grand, 10 grand, just, just lay it on me so I can figure it out. And he goes, what are you talking about? He's like, I'll do it for free. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Like I said, there's a little bit of a budget, dude. Like we're selling tickets. I said like, well, what is it going to take? Five grand, 7,500, like friends and family discount, you know, mm-hmm. have fun. And um, <laughs> he goes, no, Brian, he goes, he goes, actually, you're making it more awkward by, by, by trying to, uh, have me charge you. He's like, we're friends and I care about this community. I care about this industry. And so again, you know, the, the critic out there says, Oh, they're making money on the event. The reality is that like, it costs like $25,000 to put this thing on. Mm -hmm. And by the way, we fronted all this. So when Mm -hmm. people are like, Oh, they're making money on the event. Yeah. We ran the event for profit. But the reality is like I was signing checks for tens and twenties of thousands of dollars a year in advance, literally praying to Jesus that people would show up. Mm-hmm. And so, so we, uh, yeah, so the, the Entrepreneur Academy and thanks for the plug and the kind words, by the way, um, is a training website designed to help speed up the process of learning how to do our industry. Like it's, it's really simple programs, but here you can download like digital courses and, and, and they're really good. I mean, it's the meeting stuff. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it, it'll shave years off of your, your business, um, uh, you know, learning cycle. Right. Um, but then everybody's like, well, dude, we want to meet up. We want to meet up. We want to hang out. We want to learn. And, and based on our last conversation about, uh, or our last topic about GIE, like it's impossible at GIE to really get FaceTime with mm-hmm. anybody, uh, because there's just so many moving parts. I mean, yeah. 
companies to people, people to people. Um, it's not like, it's like if you're trying to work out a brand deal, it's not like a time to do it there. You know, it's like exchange business cards and I'll catch up with you on the phone on Monday, Tuesday, next yeah, yeah, yeah. week, you know? Um, so, so <clears throat> I, I kind of, uh, identified that, uh, my first two GIEs and inspired by Keith Kalfas and inspired by Jason Creel, who at the time of this recording, I think has his live event going on today, which is super exciting. Um, I went to both of their guys' uh, live events. I've been to other live events for other businesses and seminars and, you know, just really cool stuff. And I said, well, I want to do a live event. Yeah. Um, and if anybody's ever been married or, you know, planned a, a wedding of any capacity, it's kind of like the same thing. Like you have to, you know, cater a venue, you have to cater food, you have to, uh, round up good speakers and then pray to Jesus that they deliver and then pray to Jesus that their flight doesn't get delayed or canceled. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then herd cats. And then we had to figure out how to like take ticket money and, and do a ticketing system. And, uh, then like people get there and it's like, wait, like we need to get lanyards. We need to get badges. Right. Mm. And then we need, so, so who's doing the bank, uh, the lanyards, who's doing the badges. And then it's like, well, wait a minute. Well, are we going to have a stage? Yeah. Well, how do we get a stage or buy a stage or build a stage? Right. So it was, <laughs> it was insane. It was insane. Um, and then it's like, well, we need banners. Well, who makes banners? You know, and it's thousand dollars later, you got banners, right? Yeah. Um, so it was crazy. We 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 ended up selling tickets from uh, early August through uh, basically like the week of. Uh, I think we sold like 148 out of like 154. Mm-hmm. Is what I think I could see. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So for all intensive purposes, in uh, I don't know ten weeks time frame, we sold out the event. Um, with no ad spend, no marketing budget. We didn't, we promoted it on my own socials and, and I think you helped me promote it on yeah. a couple podcasts, which I appreciate. Um, I think Paul, Paul Jameson uh, did a little bit for me as well. Um, and then uh, I didn't even rely on the people that were coming to speak to promote the event. Uh, I kind of considered all that extra credit because yeah. I wasn't going to you know, expect them to sell tickets for my event. Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but the, the idea of the event was to go deeper. The, the idea of the event was for one day, you know, here's, 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 here's the deal on YouTube. We get, I get people for eight minutes, 10 minutes, 12 minutes, right? I can, I can kind of deliver one thought. Um, you listen to Keith Calfus for 10, 12, 15 minutes and it's, it's amazing content. But yeah. what if you could have Keith Calfus, you know, go deep for about 40 minutes? Hmm. You know, what if, what if you, you know, you watch Stanley Dirt Monkey, you know, reviewing chainsaws. And that's fine. That's good. That's cool. But what people don't understand is that Stan's ran, you know, a, a seven figure, you know, uh, construction contractor business for 30 years. Yeah. Like the dude has learned, the dude has learned some things, but mm-hmm. we can, because of, like you said earlier, the nature of YouTube, you want to consume things at, you know, eight minutes and it's going to be fun and sensational. Like this, yeah. this, it was a fun event, but it was, it wasn't designed to just be fun. It was designed to help uh, encourage and equip people to grow a successful company and, and do, for example, like Stan did the keynote for 45 minutes. Stan just like kind of took a two by four across the room. <laughs> so he just, he just challenged everybody. He, he, mm-hmm. uh, he knows how to hold an audience and he's just pouring into people about, you know, pitfalls of, of being a contractor, uh, where we are in the industry and how to, how to know your worth. Um, and I don't want to leave anybody out. Like we have Blake from uh, B&B, uh, Jason Creel, uh, uh, Caleb Allman. 
everybody did an amazing job. Yeah. Uh, Keith Kalfas, Josh Latimer, Stan, we did a, uh, a impromptu panel, which, dude, I ain't kidding, man. Like we had guys in the front row asking piercing questions and they were crying at the end of it. Like it mm. was intense. And so um, when it got done, I, I literally, was, I asked the crowd, I said, did anybody not get, you know, the value that they paid for out of this event? And not a single hand shot up. Mm-hmm. and the 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 and people are like what did you talk about for 12 hours just long care and i'm like you know you want to whoop them on the head again and be <laughs> like listen dude helping people have a better life not just a better contractor business now um and by the way i, I can't leave out all the sponsors by the way like they helped uh, make the ticket price i think it was like 179 bucks they're mm-hmm. they're the ones that helped keep the ticket price from not being 497 bucks, yeah, yeah. to be honest with you. Um, yeah. In fact, I was talking to Caleb Ballman when he was uh, coming into the event and he goes, how much are you charging for this? He goes like 200 bucks. I said, yeah. And the spouse could come for $69 extra. And he's like, you're kidding, right? He goes, I might just buy a few tickets just to say thank you. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, this should be, this should be 995. I go, yeah, but the Brian's Law of Maintenance 10 years ago, he didn't have an extra thousand bucks sitting around. And he goes, he's like, he's like, damn, dude. He's like, that's why he's like, that's why you're doing what you're doing. He's like, that's why you're, you're, you're a butt kicker. And, um, and so again, like we could have, we could have made it a cash grab. I could have, I could have charged three ninety seven nine ninety seven I think at a thousand bucks a ticket, it'd still be a steal because I mean, the caliber of people that we had there, plus all the internal networking, dude, yeah. it's been three, it's been three months later and we still got guys that are, uh, that were at the round table together, you know, seven different guys at, at, at their table. Right. And those seven people are still buddies, uh, in an mm-hmm. accountability group, group chat, text chat, you cool. know, saying, Hey dude, just got three new customers. Hey dude, just, uh, what do you guys think about my flyers? Hey guys, um, I got a problem with X, Y, Z. Um, what do you, can anybody help me out? And, and they're still building relationship and community way after the event. Um, awesome. I, I will say this, um, just to plug it in there, if you, if you don't mind, uh, we've already booked, uh, the event again for next November, it'll be November 7th. Um, tickets will probably go on sale in like May or June. So give people a little bit, uh, longer time to budget. Um, yep. but same, same time, same place. It'll be uh, November 7th, Saturday. Um, I think we're setting up seats for about 300. So, oh, awesome. um, and it, and it will sell out. It, 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 I mean, it, it will definitely sell out. Um, and, and I've got a bigger budget to work with. Uh, mm-hmm. We know what we're doing even more so now. And uh, I've got so many guest speakers coming in that folks have never even heard of that are just, I mean, we're going to do sales training. We're going to do so much stuff. It's going to be, it's going to be epic. So yeah. um, well, I, pre- you know I appreciate doing- you asking. Yeah, and you know you're doing it right when um, after the event, even the sponsors are going, can't wait till next year. Like, that was epic. Like, such a, a great event yeah. uh, put on, right? So I was like, well, you yeah. know, they're they're the ones that are putting up a bunch of uh, cash to make it, you know, help make it happen. And and uh, for them to see the, the yeah. value that the community is getting, obviously, uh, that's awesome. Yes. So well, they, they, all, they, they all took a, a step of faith to even, you know, because I was asking for a lot of money a year in advance. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And uh, again, we were putting deposits down in January for an event that we were doing in November that I wasn't announcing until August. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, literally, Liz and I, like, you know, fronted 20 grand. And, uh, and so when people, like, criticize, I'm just like, dude, you're so ridiculously, like, not even in the, in the game. 
I'm like, yeah. when's the last time somebody else put $20,000 and put it where their mouth is yeah. to help people they don't even know grow a better life? Yeah. Like, if you just, if you come against me with like making claims like that, you're just ignorant, dumb, and, and you just don't have a heart or a soul. Like, it's just, yeah. it's just, I don't know, dude. So that's why I don't give it any credence. Yeah, no, that's a, a good a good point there. It makes no sense, right? It's obviously clear, especially from the feedback that people, you know, now that you got yeah. the first one under your belt, the feedback from people going, it's like people were just can't wait to go back and and to to do it again. Dude. It's just like epic was like the 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 word that was like uh, everybody was it, saying, right? It was- it was so amazing, so much camaraderie, so much fun. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I hear one, one guy goes, what are you going to do for 2020? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, now you like you did a pretty stellar job. He's like, I don't know how you make it better. And he goes, so now we've got a pretty hard uh, bar to set, if you mm-hmm. will. And I said, I said, crap, because I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I said, I said, we have room to improve. I said, there's definitely different things we can do to improve. but." Um, that's the cool part. I'm going to take the next nine and 10 months. We, we already have so many things happening behind the scenes where I, I assure you, it, it, I, my biggest thing is we've got four years now of a track record of, of, uh, of under promising and over delivering. Mm-hmm. And so the Brian's law maintenance brand is, I promise you, if you buy a ticket, you will be, you will, you will not be the same business owner leaving that room at the end of that day that when you do coming into it. And so um, I think it was a step of faith for the, for the, you know, 180 guinea pigs that were there for the first event. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, the words out that dude, that was uh, an industry changing event and mm-hmm. I couldn't be more thankful, more humble for the people that took a step of faith as well to come out to it because, um, we didn't really tell them much of what's going to happen. I just said, Hey, these guys are coming in. It's going to be a good time and, and your business is going to be better. And 150 people took uh, their money and, uh, and, and went on faith. And uh, I think they were, they were handsomely rewarded. So yeah. Um, yeah, man, it was, it was really, really good time. Thanks. Thanks for letting me talk about it. But um, that was, that was probably the crown jewel of, uh, of my 2019. Um, Cause that event, it was just such a labor of love. I mean, we probably put a hundred hours into that event. So yeah. it was a good time. Very cool. So where can people find um, if they want to check out Lawn Care or uh, uh, Lawntrepreneur Academy uh, for those online courses and stuff? And obviously that would be the place to get the heads up um, when the live event tickets go yep. on sale and stuff. Yeah, it, just really simply launchpreneuracademy.com. Uh, you can follow us. We have a, a, an Instagram page for it as well, Launchpreneur Academy. Okay. Um, the, biggest, the biggest thing I'd say too is um, uh, on our website at the bottom, you can download like free forms that we give away that can help you know you in your business. Um, even if you don't want the forms, download them because it'll, it'll capture your email and then you'll be part of our email subscription list. And, uh, yeah, like and most people have those on their websites. Uh, once a month, yep. we send out like, you know, updates and info. So when tickets go on sale, uh, we'll probably announce them a week or so before, uh, on the email subscription list and give those people a heads up first. Okay. And then we'll put, you know, obviously announce the, uh, the YouTube video with the event being available that way we can reward folks that are directly supporting, you know, that event um, versus like hearing it later on Instagram or, or YouTube a week later. So, yeah. yeah. 
Very cool. So uh, just before uh, I let you go, because we're kind of uh, going over time here to even get to any of the business questions. Um, but uh, you've got a, uh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, with that TV in the background for the people that are watching, you're in a new studio yeah. setup that you have here. And you've got a podcast uh, planned. I know you've got uh, a bunch of episodes already recorded, and you're going to be releasing yeah. them uh, sometime soon. So maybe, uh, you know, obviously, this is a podcast and uh, the people listening here, love yeah. podcasts so uh, maybe talk about uh, your plans with that uh, when you're gonna uh, maybe release it and uh, go from there well you are you are uh too kind i feel like i owe you 20 bucks for uh you know <laughs> letting me plug all the stuff that i have going on um <laughs> you're, you're you've been a really good friend of mine for uh three probably what three four years now maybe yeah, four years okay, uh, yeah. back at uh we both went to lake zurich over there and uh we were both walking around clueless right um it's just funny how things have changed in the last few years, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, we're, we are starting a, a podcast. It is going to be green industry focused and related. The title won't be. Um, okay. uh, let's just say it'll be, uh, it'll be, I'm not announcing it on the title because this will come out before it's live. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm sure we can, we can always update the description with uh, the podcast link later, but it'll be long story short. It'll be, uh, it'll be unfiltered. It'll be an unfiltered podcast is okay. the, uh, the idea in the, in the theme. Um, it doesn't mean uh, we're going to be swearing or anything on the podcast, but what it means is we're just, we're do we're just literally going to turn on the mic. We're going to rip it. There's no editing. It's just, we're going to shoot it raw and straight. So when we get guests on, which I know you're going to be a guest on um, the podcast here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we just want, we just want to hear the truth, dude. We want to hear the behind the scenes, you know, we don't want the fluff. So on YouTube, so fo- folks that don't know, and this is kind of nerdy, but on YouTube, you're, you're actually like literally rewarded or, um, uh, what's it called? When you're not rewarded, you're uh, you're it's de- uh, detrimental on YouTube when you don't make engaging content, and mm-hmm. and and I mean in a video in a video format, and to tell a good story and to keep people's attention on video, um, dude, it takes skill. It, it it's a lot of effort, and a lot of people understand that, you know. Um, and so so on the idea behind the podcast is just to if you want to hear how somebody thinks somebody's thought process and just spend an hour with that person. That's where you can get a lot more mindset with that person Mm -hmm. um, via podcast. It's just, it's just a different Avenue. They both, they both have their roles, but they're, they're entirely different. And to keep somebody's attention on YouTube for an hour, it's just, it's impossible. Obviously it's not the idea. It's not the, it's it's not the rule of YouTube. So uh, we kind of noticed that um, about a year, year and a half ago where uh, a lot of folks wanted like, to, you know, I do these like seven or eight minute long business FAQ type videos and people are like, well, can you dive deeper into that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, not really, because if I put that on YouTube, YouTube will knows that people don't watch those videos, so it doesn't promote it and it actually hurts yeah. the channel overall. Yeah. So I'm like, well, shoot, you know, like if that's, if that's the case, we need to figure out a place to put this. So, you know, we made a studio in our garage, which you guys see on the TV if you're watching on YouTube. Um, this, this, this small studio, it was like six grand just to put this all together with mm-hmm. the, the podcasting uh, equipment. And, and Julio uh, has helped me a lot with behind the scenes and Paul Jameson and, and, uh, and Julio knows this stuff is not cheap. Like these microphones are not cheap. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I waited to our YouTube channel, made some money to reinvest and to reinvest again back into the people that listen and watch in the long care community. Um, so that, that, the, the unfiltered uh, podcast, uh, we'll probably have that name in the title. Um, it'll be it'll be really good. We've already shot about seven or eight episodes. Um, 
I've got about another 25 to 30 that I want to backlog. And the idea is to start releasing about one a week. But the bottom line is that we're going to, we're going to interview folks from the long care community, other folks that I have access to, like in my, my team, if you will, like I want to get my CPA on there, my payroll company on there, my mm-hmm. uh, corporate attorney on there. I want to get um, my friend Mike Fidel on there, who's coached me a lot in business behind the scenes with accounting and finances. Um, uh, there's just so many folks that we want to get other YouTubers on there that have these decent businesses. Um, other folks on there that, you know, are from the corporate side, you know, how cool would it be to have the president of Xmark, the the president mm-hmm. of steel, the, uh, lead engineer for the, uh, automotors for steel incorporated, you know, um, yeah. you know, what if, what if we're able to get a, uh, an Andy Frisella or a Sal Frisella, uh, from first form on here talking about leadership or, you know, building teams and companies. Mm-hmm. Um, so my goal is to reach out to everybody, man. And uh, if they want to be a guest on the show, um, I think it'll be awesome. So, um, but, but that way if folks want to hear me talk even longer and even more <laughs> and folks, folks know that I talk a lot. Uh, that'll be your opportunity to hear Brian's law maintenance uh, unfiltered for an extra hour a day. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but that's uh, why, that's why it's so easy to, in, that, that's why you're a repeat uh, guest here. Cause I just say, I just hit record and say, okay, go. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it kind of, it kind of reminds me of, uh, I, I saw the, uh, the Edward Snowden podcast with, um, uh, Joe Rogan. I don't know yeah. if you, did you happen to catch that one or no? Oh, I didn't. No, no. Um, it, Oh my, you, you got to go check it out and listen to it. Cause uh, for a fascinating episode in general with Edward Snowden. Right. But, um, but it's literally like two and a half hours. And I think Joe Rogan talked for about a minute flat, which is oh, yeah. in, like unheard of. Wow. So literally they're like, well, you're now welcome to the, uh, the Edward Snowden podcast with the, the guest <laughs> as Joe Rogan. You know? That's funny. Um, so, but uh, you know, again, like I, my goal also is to have in studio guests, where we can shoot video format mm-hmm. kind of like what you're doing here for YouTube when, when somebody's local or somebody's in yeah. town. So, um, yeah. And again, the, the whole goal is just literally to give back. It's just literally to help folks, uh, get some more business mindset behind the scenes and, and how to grow a, a more successful business. So it, it again, it's just going to be another labor of love, but, um, that should hopefully be my new thing for 2020, um, which I'm super excited about. And so, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And, of course, uh, I think I'm learning from one of the best here as well, which is you. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for behind the scenes. I know you've helped me already a bunch in the last 18 months uh, as I've tried to steer the ship this way. So um, uh, if you guys want to check it out, I know Julie will probably uh, plug it in the show notes here. So yep. um, I appreciate the support, man. It means a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, that uh, basically comes uh, to the end of uh, uh, what I, uh, I wanted to talk to you about some business stuff, but uh, it's get running kind of long here. I don't want to take up uh, too much time. You're, uh, I can tell uh, with your illness there that you're <laughs> having uh, oh, some uh, little bits of struggles here and there with the cough attacks and stuff. Um, so thank you so much uh, for coming on to the show for a third time. Um, I feel like it's becoming yeah. a tradition, a yearly uh, Brian's Lawn Maintenance Update uh, podcast episode. I love it. Well, dude, you do a great job with the podcast. I, I listen to every single episode. They come out uh, Tuesdays, obviously, and yep. I, I check them all out. Um, uh, you know, especially in the summertime, uh, you put out some really good, clean content. And uh, I still, I still think that, you know, forgive me, I don't remember what episode it was, but when you were talking about the story with uh, uh, your daughter as she went to, uh, you know, the the Cup Finals for soccer, yep. yeah. Or, uh, or you're like all these like life and stories in there. Um, 
that was an amazing, that was an amazing podcast. And uh, I like the analogies and the, the storytelling. And I was like, damn, like that was a really good podcast. Mm. So keep doing what you're doing, man. I guys like appreciate it. So we, we need to be encouraged too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, thanks a lot for uh, coming on again. Cool. All right, brother. We'll catch up with you guys soon. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. So there you have it, Long Care Nation, another value-packed interview episode with Brian Fullerton from Brian's Lawn Maintenance, as usual, uh, dropping those uh, value bombs. Uh, this episode uh, was uh, especially uh, inspiring for those of you uh, out there who are thinking about uh, you know social media and starting a YouTube channel uh, and things like that. Uh, just awesome to see uh, what Brian has accomplished uh, so far uh, in that. That, uh, side of the business. Uh, make sure uh, you guys uh, tune in if you haven't already listened to episode 89, the very first interview episode I did uh, with Brian, and then uh, episode 180, uh, where we see, uh, you know, how things changed, uh, how he went from, uh, you know, in episode 89, as mentioned in the podcast there, uh, 1,500 subscribers at that point in time, uh, to then the episode 180, uh, where he had, uh, you know, 45,000 subscribers. Subscribers, and now uh, you know this episode where he's currently sitting at the eighty thousand subscriber mark. So just very cool to see uh, that uh, growth uh, over those uh, uh, you know different podcast episodes. Uh, so uh, absolutely fantastic as always. Uh, grateful to Brian for uh, uh, giving up uh, you know his time again uh, for the podcast for all of you guys in Lawn Care Nation uh, to uh, listen to, and uh, I will have uh, links in the podcast show notes notes uh, for um, Brian's uh, YouTube channel as well as his uh, Instagram. And uh, once he drops uh, his uh, first episode uh, live uh, for his uh, podcast, um, then I will uh, update you guys uh, on that. And uh, just a little uh, heads up, uh, he gave me uh, a sneak uh, peek to it, and uh, it's uh, absolutely uh, brilliant. So uh, I'm sure you guys uh, will enjoy uh, that uh, when he finally uh, starts to to release those episodes so um, that's it for this week guys here's to wishing you guys all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business bye for now